John Shea here from Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD, inviting you to check out a brand new podcast hosted by my good friend Katie Dobbins called Let the Music Set You Free. Now, if you've heard Katie on Almost Famous before, you know Let the Music Set You Free started off as a tour and a musical movement, and that has now evolved into an inspiring podcast about musicians coming together to share stories and songs about setting themselves free with the hope their message will empower you to break free from whatever has held you back. Featuring a soundtrack with some amazing New England area musicians such as Hannah Khan, The Promise is Hope, Banded Starling, Louis Apollon, Olivia Francis, Maxwell Bailey, and Molly Brule. Subscribe today at LetTheMusicSetYouFree.Podbean.com When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. I am John Shea, introducing you to local music every Tuesday night from 8 till 10 p.m. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass online at tinyandsons.com. So tonight, we are joined in studio by an old friend of the radio station, Abby Vale. Abby, good evening. How are you tonight? Hi, John. I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thank you for coming down to Marshfield. You always sound incredible, so I'm so looking forward to tonight. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So uh, first and foremost, for those who may have missed the first couple times that you've been here, tell us who you are. Uh, my name's Abby, and I play with my dad, Luke. Um, and together, we call our band Abby and Luke. I like and that. it's super original. <laughs> How long have you been playing music? Um... Ah, man. Well, I guess since I was 14, so um, I'm 23 now, so that would be like nine years. Excellent. And when was it that you realized that you had the ability to write songs and, and you know, play them out for people? Um, I always liked poetry. I always liked reading poetry, and then I liked writing poetry before I knew how to play guitar or anything. But when I started playing guitar, the most attractive part of that was the writing aspect of it because, you know, at the time, Taylor Swift was actually just coming out and that she was brand new at that point. And I remember hearing her songs and thinking, oh, you know, she's young and that's so cool to write your own songs. And it was the first time I really thought about it. And then when I started playing guitar, it was just, you know, everything kind of happened all at once. I started practicing singing and guitar and also songwriting all at once it happened. And when did you actually start playing these songs for the public? Um, I started playing for the, for the public um, at open mics, actually. Rick's Music World, um, I always give him a shout out because Rick, I honestly wouldn't even be, I wouldn't be doing anything with music if it weren't for Rick. He, you know, was so encouraging over at Rick's Music World in Raynham. He's amazing. Right. Route 44, go check it out. Rick is the man. He is the man. His wife, Robin, is also works there. She's incredible, too. Oh, my God. They're just the sweetest fit, like family, and everyone there is awesome. And I went to open mics every single Thursday over at Rick's Music World, religiously, every Thursday for four years. And I started doing that about six months after I started playing um, guitar, period. And the first time was a colossal disaster. I was crying off the stage because I was mortified and embarrassed because, you know, my voice gave out entirely. And, you know, the whole thing, I couldn't remember any of the words. It was just a total disaster. Um, but, you know, they still encouraged me to come back. And then every week it would be more and more and more. And, 
you know, you made more friends and everyone there is just like a giant family. So. And then here you are tonight with us. And here I am tonight with, <laughs> with you guys. And it's, you know, it's, it's so amazing to, that, you know, you give us this opportunity. You give me all these opportunities personally, John. And Oh, please. I couldn't do this without you. So thank you. Oh my God. No, I, I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate, you know, really everyone who's given me so many opportunities and let me, you know, let me into the music community in the area. It's been just a total, you know, highlight of really my life. Well, we welcome you with open arms. You're incredible. Well, thank you. <laughs> Can we hear a song? Yeah, sure. What do you want to play for us first tonight? Um, I think I'll play uh, a song I wrote called Wandering Soul First. All right. Kind of. It's um, one that I wrote a, about uh, an ex-boyfriend of mine. Um, and, a lot of songs follow that theme. Oh, yeah, a lot of the songs do. <laughs> it's good writing, I'm telling you, good material. <laughs> you right. can have a million things to say about an ex-boyfriend. Let's hear it. We have Abby Vale in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Sure thing.
Abby Vale in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. Amazing job on that one. Thank you. Take us through how you wrote that song, Abby, if you would. Um, well, I was dating this guy, and he was going to school in town. Um, and, uh, you know, we were dating for six months, and then it ended up being that uh, he had to move back to where he lived, New Jersey. And um, from there... You know, when he told me that he was moving back and we were breaking up and all that stuff, I was super sad and I was thinking, oh man. But honestly, looking back on it, it was a little bit um, overdramatic, the song. <laughs> I remember I was super broken up about it. It was like six months. It was kind of not that big of a deal. And my mom told me um, in the most loving way possible, get over yourself, write a song and don't talk to me about it anymore. <laughs> so that was like my own little therapy session was that song. And it was super... Uh, I look back and it kind of makes me laugh because I was thinking, oh man, you were, you're being so dramatic in that situation. But that's a bit, that's about the, the story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've known you for a little while. And one thing that I, I've realized about you is you tend to write songs very quickly. Uh, thank you. What I'm wondering is, and one of the questions that I ask a lot of people that fascinates me is, how do you think your songs that take the shortest amount of time compare to those songs that might take weeks, days, months, even years to write? Um, actually, all of my songs have taken uh, relatively the same amount of time. Usually they take um, between like 20 minutes to four hours to write. So they're all kind of within a day. It's all within a period of time for sure because I feel like um, when you're writing it, it's like, you know, you have the idea in your head and you have kind of an idea of where you want to go with it and you want to get it down as quick as possible before you forget what the song was even about and like what what the storyline you were thinking of was. So I like to write it really fast. But I know some people will work on a song and rework it and rework it and rework it and add to it. I know that that song, um, uh, The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert, for instance, was written by a team of 10 people over 10 years. So... I mean, I think it depends on, on the song, for sure. And how many do you have in your catalog at the moment? Oh, probably, like, I think I'm up to 103 right now songs. Really? Yeah, maybe 107. Did I wrote a kid's album recently, which upped the number. I want to talk about that, too, in a few minutes. But do you remember every song that you wrote? Um, usually I have to look back and read the songs, but um, at that point... Uh, once I see the lyrics, it usually, I mean, I can't write music, so I just kind of see the lyrics and the melody. I remember it because I remember the lyrics, and I start kind of saying it the way that I remembered writing it in the first place. And I'll, when I write a song, I sing it a million times, and then I kind of just put it away in this one book that I keep all the songs in. So maybe someday we'll hear the entire Abbey Vale catalog. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say that. <laughs> I think some of the songs are less polished than others, for sure. So. Um, but there are definitely ones I like better than others. Cool. Well, let's hear another song, and then let's uh, talk about the kids' album. Sure. What do you want to play next? Um, I think I'm going to play a song, actually, sorry, that uh, I wrote, funny enough. I started writing this song, and I thought it was a throwaway um, because I wrote it, and I just, I honestly didn't know where to go with it. And then I started singing... Um, I started uh, singing it in the car, actually, um, as I was going down the back roads in Plymouth, and we, I was going through fields and stuff, and it's so funny because it's the only song I've ever written that is from a male perspective. It's not from a female perspective, 
So, um, so through fields or on roads through fields? On roads through fields. <laughs> I'm not through fields. My car doesn't do that. It's she's an old girl. She's like 20 something years. She's 20 years old about, and uh, she's not she's not frolic in the fields anymore. Um, but I was going through and I was thinking about. I was seeing all these guys passing in the trucks and they were like old fishermen and you could see all the poles sticking out the back and you can tell when a guy's been you know lived a like a hard life hard worker sort of a person like an honest person you can just tell by their face and I saw this guy well this, and this happened again you know a long time ago but I saw a guy you know rolling down in his truck and I was like you know I wonder what this guy's thinking right now as he's rolling on the back roads coming back from fishing like probably on his first day off in a million years and I thought you know I would love to write a song about what that guy's thinking right now and that's so. what you did so that's why I did. So this is the song. We'll see how, how well I can remember the lyrics because it's right. a little personal challenge. <laughs> Abby Vale in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. All yours. Go for it. You can bet it's worth the dollar. Drive to a no-stop destination On the way to clear my mind When your thoughts are set on a cigarette And your fingers tapping time On the steering wheel to an old track Take you back to a better time I'm always running out of patience I'm always running out of time I'm always running on Coffee stronger than this will be mine. Well, the change in my cup holder counts a dollar and a dime. You spare a penny for my thoughts, cause I've got millions on my And the change in my 
That is Abby Vale in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. So this is an unusual question, and I'm not exactly sure how you're going to answer this, but I'm just Mm -hmm. curious if you can tell us, how does your mind work when you're... When a, when a lyric pops into your head or when, when an idea pops into your head, how do you go from just an idea to a completed song within a couple hours? You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. The question of how does my mind work, I'm sure that I would like to know. My boyfriend would like to know. <laughs> my, <laughs> my parents would like to know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, I don't... That could be an album title, actually. <laughs> how does my mind work? <laughs> I feel like they could be the start of a joke. <laughs> um, but no, uh, how does my mind work? Um, I don't really know. I just I just kind of sit down and sometimes I'm in the mood and sometimes, you know. But do you have to like tinker with it or does it all just come out in one giant burst? Because that's um, what it seems like it happens with you and that's incredible. Well, thank you, John. I think that's kind of one of those things where like if you force it, then it doesn't come out as genuine. And um, I don't know, I... I I think that's just kind of, if you have an idea, you just kind of get it down on the piece of paper and call it a day. I, I don't usually think about it too much just because I think that sometimes, you know, it, when I, I've tried to force a song before and usually it sounds, you know, very, very contrived. I don't, so do I try we- not to be too much like that, but anyway, yeah. Do you have a website or do you have any music posted online that people can go and listen to? Yes, I have a YouTube um it hasn't been uh, too updated recently, but I plan on throwing a lot of videos up there. Um, actually, this month, I plan on getting an iTunes account to put on my website, actually, which is um, abigailvale.com, um, Vail, like Colorado, V-A-I-L. And, uh, and uh, I have Facebook also. And honestly, I know I, sh- I shouldn't probably say this over the radio, but I will friend anybody you Add me on Facebook and I'll friend you. Um, Excellent. And she's an amazing friend, I can tell you that. So. <laughs> Thank you, John. So uh, you, you released a kid's album, right? Yes. Um, I did just write a kid's album because my uncle had his first baby. Excellent. So I want to talk more about that. We have to take a very quick break, but we have more with Abby Vale. We have more with her dad, Luke, and we'll talk about the kid's album on the other side of this. You're listening to 95.9 WATD, the South Shores radio station. A message to struggling musicians. Don't give up. Ever. Victory is mine. Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. You are learning about independent, original local music from bands and musicians right here on the South Shore into Boston and all over New England. My name is John Shea. We do this every Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, Route 53. They're in Pembroke, online at tinyandsons.com. And you can find us on Facebook tonight, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. Also, find our podcast. If you're enjoying what you're hearing tonight with Abby Vale, you can find the podcast up on the Apple Store. It's on Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. Just search for WATD. And let's bring Abby Vale back in. Abby, good evening. You're sounding incredible tonight. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much much, John. My pleasure. So uh, give us another introduction, if you would. For those who missed the first part, who is Abby Vale? Um, local singer-songwriter. Um, I play with my dad, Luke, 
every show. He's um, become, I know he's like the silent man tonight for some reason. He <laughs> did not ask for a microphone. I think it's because I'm talkative enough for the both of us. But um, my dad's like my biggest supporter ever. You've heard him, you know, for the first half of the show if you've been listening. And you'll continue to hear him throughout the show. He's an amazing musician. He's been playing for 20 years. And I've been, well, he's been playing how long? He's been teaching for how long? You can't even say 20 years anymore. It's, it must be longer than that. 30 years of playing guitar, my dad has been doing, and you can tell because he's just an amazing guitar player. He sounds great. I'm, and I'll brag about my dad. I'm not even ashamed. Go I'll, for it. I'll do it. And uh, I've been playing for nine years myself, and I'm not half as accomplished uh, guitar-wise as my dad is. I have my four chords that I love, and you, you've been hearing them all night, and you will continue to hear my four chords. <laughs> and I think this, this is your th- third or fourth time on the show. I, I think the, the first time that you were here was probably about, what, four years ago, maybe five years ago? Yeah, I think it was, actually. I think that it was... The, I remember it was my first summer or first winter out of high school, so that was 2012. Wow, excellent. Right. And you're sounding better every time, so. Well, thank you so much, John. <laughs> thank you so much for having us all the time. We always love coming here. Oh, my pleasure. Plan. We love having you here. Thank you. So uh, give us your website information, if you would again, Abby. Uh, it's abigailvale.com. Um, vale, like Colorado. That's why I always say V-A-I-L, but people always, for some reason, I think it's V-E-I-L or V-E-A-L or any number of things, but it's V-A-I-L. So you just released a kid's album. Let's talk about that because that's that's cool. You know, We've only had one other person on this show who released a children's album. That's a friend mm-hmm. of yours, Jake Hill. Oh, yes, Jake. I love Jake. Jake's awesome. And his children's album is very good. I think it's called uh, the... Some, it's, I can't think oh, of it either. Oh, man, it's like some sort of... It's about the woods. It's the sounds of the forest or something. Yeah, something through the forest. You're right. Something yeah. through the forest. I don't know. <laughs> Frolicking through the forest. Jake's <laughs> the best, though. He's he's a, he's good fun. But let's hear about your album. Tell us what you did. So my album, I wrote um, a, f- a small album for my uh, uncle. He just had his first baby, um, Logan, and he's the cutest ever. But at the time, he was just, you know, um, a thought. And it was uh, a winter of just writing kids' songs. And honestly, it's been the most rewarding thing because I love playing for kids. They are so much fun. And they love getting involved in the music when you play it, which is really cool. Now, how do you compose a children's song compared to what you're typically used to doing? Well, actually, it's funny. The first children's song I wrote was after I went to the thrift store and I bought myself a $5 pair of rain boots. And I was thinking, oh, man, I forgot how much I love rain boots as I'm jumping through the puddles because, you know, that's what you do with rain boots. Exactly. And so I felt like a five-year-old in the time at the time, and I was thinking, this is... This is bringing me back. You know, I'm anybody, 23. I'm not that old, but <laughs> did anybody get video of that? No, no one did. But I was jumping through the puddles because you know I could, and I was just walking through. And then I thought um, about writing a song about it, and I thought writing a song from kind of kids' perspectives. And I had a whole bunch of them, you know, going to the beach and jumping through the puddles and watching your dad fix his car and you know, you know, all of that, eating popsicles in the backyard and everything and. You know, I was lucky enough. My parents had, gave me a beautiful childhood. So that that's where I was at when I was writing the children's album. Cool. So let's hear a song. All right. So I'll play Rubber Rain Boots, my first song on the children's album. All right. Abby Vale, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. The sun has gone away. The clouds are big and gray. And the raindrops are tumbling down. The 
like that. Abby Vale in Thank studio you. tonight, 95.9 WATD. Have you done that since? Um, puddle hopping? Yeah. All the time, eh? Chance to get. <laughs> Excellent. So how long did that song take to compose? Um, it was one of the ones that took about 30 minutes. <laughs> but um, it's it's not a, it's definitely not like a race to the finish. I don't, I don't do it to, to try to beat the clock or anything. It's just, it just happens that way. Now, when you're writing a song, say you write a song in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. you put it into your book. Do you ever go back to that song, revisit it, and, and, and change anything? Or is it once it's done, it's done? Um, once it's done, it's done most of the time. Sometimes I'll look at a song, and the, it's funny because some of the songs I wrote when I was 14, um, I had a much higher-pitched voice back then. Now that I'm 23, it was 10 years ago, and I had my... my um, what capo is Adolescent, for. yeah, capo is a good thing because sometimes you have to switch it up because I just vocally can't hit the notes I used to or, you know, I have to switch it all together because it's just way out of my range at that point. How do you think your songwriting has evolved since you were 12 or 13 years old? You're writing up until, you know, where you are today. Um, definitely the content's different. I, you know, I still write about breakups and things like that, but now that I've, you know, I, I'm in a really good spot in my relationship. I, I have the best boyfriend in the world, honestly. And I know I've I've thought that I've been in good spots before, but, you know, you know it's different. You know, when it's different, it's really nice. And, um, you know, I won't say his name because I won't embarrass him. But uh, <laughs> But when I was younger, it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of boys, a lot of, you know, oh, this, that. And now I'm realizing that now that, you know, there isn't so much drama in that area of my life, my, I think that my mind's kind of focused on different things. And I've been writing songs that aren't necessarily all about romance and things, you know, um, of that nature. Can we talk influences? 
uh, you know, really uh, mostly big life things, um, milestones and people and, you know, definitely, um, you know, the romantic life is a big one still, but, you know, thinking about the future and, you know, school and trying to finish everything up and what everyone expects at you at different points in your life, you know, it's definitely a lot of pressure that people put on you. And even though I know this, I'm going to ask you anyway, who are you listening to? Who are you, some of your favorite musicians out there? Oh man. Okay. So my favorite musicians, I've always been obsessed with the Beatles, but as far as favorite, like current musicians, definitely Laurie McKenna, hands down is just my idol. i I love her approach to things. I love her honesty, and I love her songs. Um, every time I hear one of her songs on the radio that she wrote that I didn't even know she writes it, I'm always thinking, oh, man, I love this song, and then I realize it's by her, and I think, of course I love this song because Laurie McKenna wrote it. And you guys don't live too far from each other. No, I think I've heard she lives in Stoughton, and I live in Canton, which is the town next door. I think I might have actually cut her off at an intersection once, so she knows me. <laughs> she knows your car. <laughs> I don't think she likes me, but she knows me. <laughs> that could be another album title. Right. <laughs> I, I, th- I, th- I looked over, and she looked, I, you know, she looked unhappy with me, which I don't blame her. I cut her off. Um, <laughs> I'm not the best driver, for so sure. So there could be a song out there about you, and you just don't realize it yet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I didn't. I never do it maliciously. It's always just a result of really poor driving skills. Let's talk about some of your some of your shows. What is the typical Abbey Vale show like? Is it all originals? Do you throw in some covers? And 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 if that's the case. What covers do you pick to kind of blend into what you're writing currently? Um, I normally pick covers that are honestly, um, they make sense for me as a person that I can connect to and also that are in my range. It's a big one because you have to, I think that the challenge is, is knowing your range for sure, knowing what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here singing Aretha Franklin anytime soon. Um, it's not my style and it's definitely not within my range. Uh, I'm going to be updating my shows. I do it mostly on Facebook and through Instagram and that sort of thing, which I do have an Instagram too. That's a big help for people who want to follow shows and things of that nature. What's your Instagram? What's your um, handle on that? It's I, I believe it's at Beatles, A-B-B-E-A-T-L-E-S, Instagram. That's that's my name. Not surprising at all. Um, no, not really at all. <laughs> so you mentioned the Beatles, obviously, major influence to many, many people out there. What is it about the Beatles that attracted you? Um, my grandfather loved them, and then my father loved them, and I am a big daddy's girl and a big... I was, you know, my grandfather and <laughs> I were super close. Um, and so, you know... I remember I liked Britney Spears for a time, and I remember distinctly at the age of seven, I was in the car at the base of our driveway, and my dad turned to me, and I asked him to put on, oops, I did it again, and he said, absolutely not, we're listening to good music, and then he decided to educate me little by little ever since that day, and I would be quizzed on the ZLX trivia. My dad has (laughs) a giant wealth of classic rock knowledge, which he has passed on to me in some to some extent i don't know everything he knows but he and i need to chat we need to swap trivia oh yeah he's he's the person that you take (laughs) to those trivia nights and it's like you know what year did van halen get together and he'll know it and he'll tell you the whole backstory too (laughs) what what year was it dad 78 78 78. was van halen so (laughs) cool debut album came out that year oh my goodness yeah you guys do need to talk (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So 
Do you remember? So I'm a Beatles nut myself, so mm -hmm. I want to know, you know, everything you know about the Beatles. If, if you know, if I don't have time for that, but so well, do you remember the first song you heard by them, and, and what what it was about them that kind of made you say, "Wow, I want to I want to play music." Um, the Beatles one album was the first album that my dad really had me listen to. We had that in the car forever, and uh, we used to play it every single night on the way back. He used to take me to work over at the music shop, um, but. Beatles one was a big one, and I remember a bit. I was a big fan of Besame because he said "cha cha boom" in the middle of it, and I remember that was that was my <laughs> one of my favorite parts um, in any of the songs. But I know that it kind of progressed from there. So I guess um, the Clean Beatles was what I started with, and then you start kind of wandering into the more uh, trippy Beatles phase <laughs> later on. Cool. Not to put you on the spot, but do you know any Beatles songs? Can you share one with us? Um, I might know a Beatles song. Yeah, I can try it, I for sure. <laughs> Let's try this. All right. Um, you really got a hold on me? I really love that song. Cool. Love that song, too. I don't like you, but I... really got a hold on me I don't want you but I need you I don't want to kiss you but I need to know you do me wrong now my love is strong now you really got a hold on Vale in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. You sound incredible tonight. Thank you. So, Abby, um, you mentioned uh, Lori McKenna earlier. You mentioned that you go to Rick's. Um, but who are you listening to on the local scene right now? Do you have any favorite local musicians? Local musicians? Um, we were talking about 
Jake. I do like Jake a lot, Jake Hill. Um, I've been really lucky to meet actually um, a wonderful musician, just the nicest all-around person. I've honestly one of the nicest people I've ever met. And, you know, I don't really know her well enough, you know, that, you know, I, I know her, but I don't really know her that well. But every, every interaction, you know how you can just tell with some people? Yes. That Haley Sabella. Oh, I love Haley Sabella. A doll. She is so sweet. And of course, my friend Brianna Grace, too. She's lovely. Cool. Yeah, I've, I've known both of them for a very long time, and they're both incredible. Mm-hmm. Haley, um, I met, I think she was working at Kiskadee Coffee. And uh, she just jumped into an open mic one night and just floored everybody. Oh, really? Yeah, she's amazing. She's, I don't, I don't doubt it. She's absolutely incredible, for sure. Excellent. Well, I think we have time for maybe um, another song or two before our final break of the night. But what do you want to share with us next? Sure. Um, next, uh, how about we do... Um, this new song I wrote, actually, it was a song inspired by, um, by my sister, actually, oh, cool. definitely by my sister. And she was, she's been going through the college process and, you know, just kind of hearing about how, how, you know, high school's really hard anyway. And the kids there, you know, it's, it's a big competition of where are you going and what are you doing and all this. And it was like that when I, you know, just had just started, you know, the graduation process and looking at schools. It's a very stressful time. It does. And it goes by incredibly quickly too. It does. And it's crazy how, how much you, you know, how big of a deal that is where it shouldn't be, you know? Um, but I was thinking about this one, you know, this one individual, I'm not going to name any names, but definitely, uh, you know, a little bit snobbish with the with the schools and everything. And I thought, you know, um, if I could write a song for, you know, the idea of those kids that, you know, aren't planning on going to the Ivy Leagues and doing that sort of traditional route of I want to be uh, an engineer or a doctor, um, you know, a song for them, because that's not everyone's dream. So, so true. This song is called Little Dreams. All right. Abby Vale on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9. WATD, it's all yours.
Vale in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Awesome on that. Thank you. Very nice. So we have to take our final timeout of the night. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues is coming your way at 10 o'clock here on the South Shores radio station. Listen online at 95.9 WATD.com. Abby, do you have one more song in you? Sure thing. All right, we'll do that right after the break on 95.9 WATD. Songwriting. How about I just go eat some hay? I can make things out of clay and lay by the bay. I just made. It ain't as easy as it looks. What do you say? Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. We are nearing the top of the hour, which means Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues is not too far away, taking you from 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. with the best blues on the radio, blues, music that blues inspires the music that inspired blues basically anything you never know what you're going to hear on the wired world of blues tonight with peter black so stick around it goes till 2 a.m with the best songs on the radio here on 95.9 watd but we have abby vale in studio for just a little bit longer here on almost famous abby good evening thank you again for coming to marshfield tonight you sound amazing hi thank you so much for having me my pleasure so before we get to the final song of the night Take us through uh, your website, your social media information, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Okay, so Instagram is the best one for me. Um, it's Abbeetles, A-B-B-E-A-T-L-E-S. Um, that's my Instagram name. 
And my Facebook, it's just Abby Vale, and you can find me there. And then um, my email is Abigail Vale, V-A-I-L, um, at uh, iron.com, abigailvale.com. That's what it is. <laughs> Simple. I should remember that's my own name. And, um, and that's it for uh, me. I also have a YouTube. You can just, you know, look up Abby Vale, and you'll see a whole bunch of stuff there, too. Um, but I've been looking to update a lot of stuff, and eventually I'll get an iTunes, and I'll post that to both, to all three, Facebook, um, Instagram, and to my website once and, I figure that out. And you recently released a children's album. Tell us about that. Right, it's called Red Rubber Rain Boots album, and uh, it was written for my uncle's baby, new baby, his first baby, and you know we're so excited. He's the cutest thing on the face of the earth. So, um, yeah, so I'm super excited about that, and I, I've been you know planning some kids shows and things of the like. So, excellent. And you've got one final song for us tonight. What are you going to uh, take us home with? Um, I think I'm going to. Uh, sing a song um, that I wrote. It's one of my newer songs, and it's one of my newer relationship songs. Um, Which I love, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I, I I have to say, I, I do write a lot of relationship songs. Um, but this has been one of my more recent relationship ones, and it was kind of about, uh, you know, honestly, I'm in a very good relationship right now. I, I have the best boyfriend ever. Um, and it's kind of about, you know, feeling like you're in this really solid, healthy relationship and kind of writing a song about that rather than, you know, writing about all this other, you know, the craziness of relationships, which there are a lot of songs about that, but I was trying to kind of narrow it down to, you know, what's solid and the foundation of a good relationship. All right, let's hear it. Abby Veal, 95.9 WHED. Thank you once again for coming here tonight and please get home safely. Thank you so much.
Cause you don't 